Welcome to the Mrs. Rev Podcast, where we equip and empower you to fulfill God's call with joy and with purpose. Get your Bible and get ready to take some notes as we jump into another episode of the Mrs. Rev Podcast with your host, Pastor Joey Miller. Hey, and welcome to the Mrs. Rev Podcast. I'm so glad that you're joining us today for this episode. We are going to be talking about stress. If you're stressed out, this is the perfect podcast for you because you are too blessed to be stressed. If you could go ahead and rate this podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Also, don't forget to join the closed Facebook group on the Mrs. Rev podcast page so you can be a part of our Facebook lives when we go live. Well, thanks for joining us today. Grab your Bible, grab your notebook and pen, and let's get into it today. Stress. Well, I wanted to talk about this because it's like something that that comes up often. And, you know, there's not one church service usually that someone doesn't need prayer for anxiety. And, you know, to tell you the truth, I think it's something that we all have to continue to check and make sure we're not letting it creep into our lives. Stress can affect us on all sorts of different levels, but God has equipped us through Jesus Christ that we can overcome even these feelings that life bring us. And, you know, it's about it's about nipping it in the bud early. It's about learning to uh, to not just cope with it. You know, lots of people cope with stress, but it's it's understanding that it's not going to go away. Life's going to continue to get busy. If you're going to continue to get more productive, it's something that you have to learn to to battle spiritually, to understand that this isn't just something that I'm going to take a pill for. It's not something that I'm going to self-talk myself out of, that actually it's it's a spiritual battle that I'm facing and there's spiritual principles involved with it. And if I can learn what those principles are and I can be faithful to engage in those principles, then my life doesn't have to be run by stress, being stressed out all the time, running from one place to another with a chicken, with a, like a chicken with their head cut off, feeling like you're not even enjoying life, feeling overwhelmed, feeling fearful. All of these things are symptoms that you're stressed out and you're not handling uh, life and circumstances the way that God wants you to handle them. You know, stress is everywhere in the society that we live in. And like I said before, it's not something that's ever going to go away completely, but it's something that you have to learn to say, you know what, even though I'm busy, even though I feel like I have a heavy workload, even though I feel like the pressures of life are around me, you know, whether it's financial, whether it's family, whatever it is, you know, those are cares of this world. And the Bible talks about the cares of this world and what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to cast our cares upon him and we're going to get into that in just a minute but it's understanding that a stress free life is a life that's engaged with a relationship with Jesus in a way that you're not saying you know I'm going to take on this load and and I'll go pray to, with you for 20 minutes a day but but I'm going to carry the load of of life in general on my own shoulders it's living in a way that you're connected to him and that you're not letting stress take you out you're not letting stress uh, dominate your feelings and dictate you so the Bible says this in Proverbs twelve twenty five. It says, anxiety in a man's heart weighs it down, but a good encouraging word makes it glad. And so today I want to bring you a good encouraging word. If you are dealing with anxiety, if you're feeling like your heart is heavy and weighed down, or if you just feel plain frazzled with life, uh, let this word encourage you today and let it make you glad as we get into what God's word says 
Luke 10. We're going to hit this really quick. It's a story about Mary and Martha in the Bible. And I'm sure you're all familiar with it. But it says this, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken from her. So we see in the scripture, there's two sisters. Jesus is in the house. One sister is just like hanging out at Jesus' feet, and the other one is taking care of all of the needs. She's making dinner. She's cleaning the house, doing all of these things, and she complains to Jesus. Like, basically, can you please tell my sister to stop being lazy and help me? And and he says, look, uh, you're worried about and upset about many things, and these things that you're worried and upset about, basically, he's telling her, are temporal things. Mary understands who she's in the midst of and that she needs to, to, to be at my feet worshiping me that that's the her source of strength and peace and you know so many times in life we could have that mentality like going about doing the work of God and yet being completely depleted of peace of joy that we're doing things out of uh, form and obligation under in understanding that there's a better way to do them than when we're staying uh, in a place that we are tapping into the relationship that we have with him, that we're staying in a place of praise and worship, that we're staying in a place of receiving from him, that that's where our strength comes from. And truly, that's how we battle and we overcome anxiety. Because like we said before, it's a spiritual problem. It's a spiritual issue. Martha was all stressed out. She was all anxious. And Jesus is like, look, if you would just spend a moment in my presence, you wouldn't feel this way. You need to actually enjoy the moment. So many women that I talk to, whether in ministry or in life, are just plain unhappy. They're unhappy. They feel overwhelmed. They feel fearful, anxious. They almost feel like a captive in their own skin. And, you know, uh, I was reading a survey that was done by a psychologist um, at Huntington, New York, and it, it, his name's Dr. Mandel, but it says the survey reported that one-fourth of people surveyed had been on antidepressants for 10 years or more, 10 years or more of the people that they have been surveying that are on antidepressants. People are becoming increasingly more stressed and depressed in our society, he says. Social media causes isolation and people to be out of touch with their feelings. And they've also grown accustomed to the mentality to just take a pill and it'll make everything better. And this study is a reflection, and I think it's a couple years old even, of, of what society is that we're living in. It's fast-paced. You know, technology makes it fast-paced society. If you're on Instagram and, and you get off for two seconds and you go back on, there's already 10 posts that have come up. It's just a constant almost race that you're feeling like you have to keep up with. Uh, emotionally, it's not healthy. You know, you can fall into comparison. You can fall into depression and anxiety and thinking, I'm not enough or, or I'm doing this wrong. You know, that's what social media a lot of times is speaking to us. Uh, the internet speaking these things to us. It's a high rate of information that we just can't keep up with and our mind never has time to rest. He's saying that's it. Also the mentality that if I just take medicine, it'll make it go, go away. And you know, if you're on medicine, don't be in condemnation. I'm just telling you there's a better way, you know, that, that you get in touch with Jesus. You make that relationship a priority in your life that you learn to sit at his feet. You engage the word of God and overcome your emotions. You learn to renew your mind and be transformed with the word. And then you can battle off thoughts that come into your mind, thoughts that bring depression, thoughts that bring uh, anxiety and fear. And so there's a better way to do it. And I thought it was interesting because it says one fourth of the people had been on 
for 10 years or more. And I say this all the time, you know, it's, it's, it's a bad, uh, it's a bad end-all be-all decision to be like, I'm just going to take this pill and that's the answer to everything because you're never going to feel like going off the pill. You're never going to feel like, oh, I feel better today. I'm not going to take my medicine. And and you'll see that the you know that's not the solution in and of itself, that the solution is being connected to the Lord. That's our true source of strength and fulfillment. Philippians 4 talks about this in the Bible. If you have your Bible and you want to take out uh, a note you could write down Philippians 4. We're going to start in verse 6. Saying, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And then it finally, it goes on to say, finally, brothers, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there's anything excellent, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Oh my goodness, this is such like, this is the, uh, the, the verse that you should cling to if you're dealing with any sort of anxiety, any sort of depression, overwhelming feelings, uh, feeling like, you know, you just can't do it anymore. This verse is so good. He's saying, look, don't be anxious about anything. See, anxiety is not, it's not something new. It's always been around. It's just you learning to combat it in the proper way. So don't, don't be overwhelmed by anything because this life can be overwhelming. There's lots of responsibilities. There's lots of, you know, if you sit down and even watch the news for 10 minutes, you can be overwhelmed with just the state of the world, void of everything else that's going on in your life, let alone, you know, all of the hats that we wear as women. You know, we are fabulously made by God, marvelously made by God to be able to multitask and do things, multiple things uh, at a time. But if you avoid uh, being connected to the Lord in all of that, it can be overwhelming. It can stress you out. He says, don't be anxious about any of these things, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. He said, you know, when you're, when you're feeling this way, when you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling overwhelmed, he said, pray, Make your request known to God and give thanks that he's already done it, that he's in advance, he's taking care of it, that you're releasing it. Thanksgiving is a way, as, as you pray, to release it unto the Lord and say, I, I, uh, this is my request, this is what's bothering me, this is what's stressing me out. Maybe it's, maybe it's finances and you're like, you know, God, uh, we, we need uh, this amount of money to come in and I know that you are a provider and that you're going to meet all of our needs and I'm not going to walk in worry. The Bible says that you know what I need before I even ask, that you'll if you care for the lilies of the valley, you'll care for me. And I thank you that you're faithful to your word and that you're going to provide. And as you're doing that, you're releasing it to the Lord. You're, you might have an anxious thought. You might be worried some by it, but you take it to him. You pray and you give him thanks that he's already heard it and you release it to him and you don't continue to meditate on it because that's not faith, is it? It's not faith if you pray about it and then you continue to carry it and worry about it. That's like saying it's not going to happen. It's like saying, you know what, I... I out of lip service, gave God a prayer. I try that. It didn't work. No, you need to, to end your praise with thanksgiving, saying, God, I know that you're going to take care of it and you release it unto him. And then it says, and when you do that, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. When you learn to live a life that whenever something comes at you, whenever you feel stressed about something, when you learn to pray and give it to God and give thanks and, and, and as an act of faith, don't hold on to it. It says then at that point, 
the peace of God will flood your mind and guard your heart. That that at that point, that that thing that would want to come and take you out to make you feel stressed and and just heavy, that thing has to go in Jesus' name because now the peace of God is about you. You've given it to him and in exchange, he gives you what? Perfect peace. It guards your heart and your mind. I don't know about you, but as women, that's the areas of our life that need to be guarded whenever we're coming up against stress and anxiety is our heart in our mind, that we stay in faith, and that there's a supernatural protection over our mind. And then it goes on to say, finally, brothers, but I'm going to say sisters, finally, girls, whatever is true, honorable, whatever is just, pure, whatever is lovely and commendable, if there's any excellence or anything worthy about praise, think about these things. I love this because he's giving you directive now. He's saying, if you want to stay in that peace, that supernatural peace, if you want to stay in that place that you're not feeling anxious and picking it up again, Guard your mind. Don't think about worst case scenarios. Don't think about what if it doesn't happen? What if it doesn't come through? Don't think about what if that happens to my family? No, it says whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is excellent, anything worthy of praise. Think about those things. And that is a supernatural guard to keep you in a place of peace and out of anxiety. God doesn't want you to live in anxiety. There's a supernatural place that you can abide in. That doesn't mean all of a sudden all the stress in your life is going to dissipate. No, you're always going to have responsibility. You're always going to have things come up. But I'm telling you, if you want to walk in the fullness of what God has for you, you can't be a woman who's always buckling under stress, buckling under pressure, saying, I can't do it. It's too hard. No, you've been anointed for hard things. God set you up in his word. We just read Philippians 4, supernatural repellent to stress, that supernatural repellent to anxiety, that it can't come upon you but you have to choose to walk in it if you're going to grow with the Lord John 14 27 says peace I leave with you my peace I give you I do not give you as the world gives and then it says do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid I love it because it's a directive to us our responsibility it says don't let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. When you come up against something that wants to stress you out or make you anxious, you have a decision to make. You can let your heart be troubled. You can let yourself succumb to fear or you could say in Jesus name, I know that this peace that I have, it's not from the world. They haven't given it to me and they can't take it away. It doesn't matter what's going on around me because according to Psalm 91, it can't touch me. And when you walk in that place, you're making a decision to say trouble might surround me, but it's not entering into my heart. It's not coming near me. I'm choosing not to let it in. And I'm telling you, you're stronger than you think. The enemy wants to make you feel like you're weak, that you can't do it, that you are crippled by fear. And I'm telling you right now in Jesus' name that you are much stronger than you think. You're anointed to combat hard things. You're anointed to grow and prosper in everything that God has you to do. But you have to get this straight. Let's talk about a couple practical ways that we can combat anxiety and stress. We talked about getting into the word. Uh, We talked about prayer and thanksgiving. I want to talk to you about just being plain tired. The enemy loves to play on our weaknesses. So uh, as a woman, if you're overly tired and exhausted, which I mean, I could tell you be in bed by 10 o'clock and get eight hours of sleep. But let's be real girls. Like how often does that happen? Not much, especially if you have children. And you know, I remember some of my uh, biggest mental battles were in a season where I was just not getting enough sleep. I was caring for uh, babies up in the night. And you know, that was a time where really the enemy would try to play on my mind in in the biggest way. 
And uh, I remember Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, he said this piece of advice and it was so good. He said, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling confused, if you're feeling any sort of anxiety, the best thing that you can do is like, of course, pray and give it to the Lord, but go take a nap, go rest. And when you wake up, you're going to have fresh perspective and you're going to have clear perspective and you're going to feel better. Listen, look at your life and say, just practically, am I running myself ragged to the point where I am opening a door and I'm letting the enemy in just because I am so tired that I'm letting him play on my mind? Get rest, take rest and, and, you know, just fashion your life to say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to take a nap today. It's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to rest for 20 minutes. And when I wake up, I'm going to feel much better. Also think about it. Like, I know this is like TMI, but like for women that I'm speaking to, like, are, are, is, is are your hormones playing a factor? Sometimes like if you're feeling overwhelmed and anxious and then you're wait, you're like, wait a second, like that's the time that maybe of uh, uh, the month that that would happen, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to succumb to it. Like I, I'm wise now and I know that I'm not going to just give in to those feelings of anxiety. I'm going to pray a little more. I'm going to get into the word a little bit more because I know in the natural, that's like a natural time that I could be more, uh, more prone to feel those thoughts. You know, first Peter five, seven, I referred to it before. It says, cast all of your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So, you know, just saying, okay, I'm feeling anxious. I'm going to cast it on you, Lord. I'm going to do the natural things that I could do. I'm going to make sure I'm rested. I'm going to make sure that I'm not extra hormonal this month. And that's why I'm feeling anxious. But also try to like identify the source. Like don't meditate on it in the sense that it overwhelms you, but be smart about it and be like, wow, you know what? If I sit back and think about it, uh, the things that I'm super stressed about aren't really that big of a deal. And, you know, the enemy likes to come in and magnify things in your mind. And the more that you think about it, the bigger that it even gets. And, you know, when you understand that, you say, wait a second, I'm going to identify this and I'm going to say, well, you know what, that's when I really break down all of the different areas that I'm stressed about, I realize I could tackle them one at a time with the Lord and it's really not that big of a deal. So when you learn to identify them, you say, okay, well, what are the things that I can naturally change about these stressful situations, anxious, uh, anxiety, fear? What are the natural things that I can change in this situation? Maybe you're like, you know what? I do need more rest. So I need to get my kids in bed by nine o'clock. That's something that I can change rather than them staying up until 11, ruling the household, jumping on the beds, speaking because, I mean, there's been seasons where we had to make some adjustments in our own lives. But but that's something that I could change. Maybe maybe you're like, well, uh, something I could change is getting the word more. I'm I'm not combating combating it with the right things because I haven't been at receiving spiritual strength. So something I can change is purpose myself to get in the word. Maybe uh, maybe you could say, well, I've been maybe praying about it, but I've maybe been whining about it to God and I haven't really been praying in faith. Something I can change is I can pray in faith and give thanks to God that he's going to do it in advance. And then when you do that, you know, you're setting things up and then there's going to be some things that you can't change that you that you just can't do anything more than you're already doing and you have a decision whether you're going to let that anxiety and stress and fear take you out or if you're going to stand in that place of faith that you're going to engage in Philippians 4 and say you know what the peace of God as I do my part the peace of God then comes in and takes over and my my heart and my mind is guarded in him and I'm going to choose to think about and meditate on the right things I'm going to choose to speak in faith I'm not going to speak against it I'm going to watch my words. I mean, talk about opening a gate to the enemy uh, for fear and anxiety. Watch your words, ladies. You know, be slow to speak. Be quiet about your words. Think about them. What are the words that you're saying? Speak peace. Speak life over yourself and over your situation. So as you continue to do this, I want to end today's podcast with uh, Isaiah 61.3. 
The last point that we're going to hit on is the power of praise combating anxiety and stress. Isaiah 61.3 says, To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. I want you to hear this because this is a time that the people of God were in captivity and they could have been anxious. I'm sure they were fearful. And he goes on to talk about the power of praise. He's saying, look, instead of mourning, instead of staying in that place of anxiety, instead of staying in that place that you feel overwhelmed, instead of staying in that place of sadness and depression, he says, put on praise, festive praise instead of despair, training garments of, of sadness for, for putting on garments of praise. So when you understand this, you're taking off your mourning clothes and you're actually putting on a garment of praise that you're choosing You're making a decision. You know, the biggest lie the enemy has when you're feeling anxious or fearful or depressed is that, well, if I feel better, then I'll start to do these things. Right now, I feel bad, so I'm going to stay in this place. Stop letting your feelings dictate to you. It's as you take off that robe and you put on the garment of praise. When you make a decision to start praising, look at all of the wonderful things that he makes beauty for ashes. A joyous blessing instead of mourning, uh, praise instead of despair. And then it says, in their righteousness, they will be like great oaks the Lord has planted for his own glory. When you learn to praise, when you learn uh, to take Philippians 4, give thanks, and then also live a life of praise and worship. If I'm ever feeling like in a funk, there's a couple things that I do. I'll declare the word, I'll put on praise music, and then I'll do something nice for someone else. I'll sew. I'll make it not about me. That's my own personal way that I combat if I'm feeling like I'm getting in a funk. So if you're in a funk today, if you feel like you're constantly, it's been maybe one, two, three days of a funk, you need to learn to live a life of praise. Put on praise. Learn to say, I'm not going to stay in this place. And you might not feel like it at first. At first, you might be like, this is complete lip service. It doesn't matter. Open your mouth and start to praise the Lord. And as you do, it says he will make you like a great oak that the Lord has planted for his own glory. You know what a great oak is? It's completely unmovable, completely steadfast, completely reliable, something that isn't uh, wavering and anxiety, not fearful and overwhelmed, not cowering back. I see strength and steadfastness and so you know as you learn to live a a life of praise the Lord's going to establish you in your relationship of who who he is to you and who you are in a reflection of that and not only are you going to see yourself become strong and stable and full of joy and full of peace not anxious learning to cast all your cares upon him the great exchange your cares for his peace his joy when you learn to do that and then you seal it all up with a lifestyle of praise not only will your life be strong and secure and steadfast you won't be wavering in unbelief anymore but then you'll be a source of strength for others. So thank you so much for joining us for the Mrs. Rev podcast today. You're too blessed to be stressed. Tap into that blessing. I love you so much and I'll see you next time. Thanks again for joining us for the Mrs. Rev podcast. Once again, do us a favor and subscribe, but also leave a review and a rating. If you have any comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. So after you subscribe, request to join our closed Facebook group and feel free to leave your questions there. Have an amazing week and we'll see you next time for another episode of the Mrs. Rev Podcast.